It is it is fantastic uh, to be with you guys today. Uh, most of most of what uh, Mark said there was true. <laughs> I did. I was uh, born and, and raised in Akron, Ohio, in one of the suburbs there called. Uh, we called it Talmadge, although his Talmadge was much, much, uh, much more elegant sounding, and uh, just near near Cleveland, and uh, and been in Perth though since 2004. Uh, my wife Lisa and I came down in 2004. Uh, did an internship at uh, Subiaco Church of Christ, not far from here. Came for one year, and uh, that was 2004. So obviously, here we are today. So one thing led to another, and uh, and and now in the northern suburbs up at uh, True North. When I arrived there in 2010, it was called uh, Whitford Church, as some of you may know it by that name, and went through a transition, much as you all did here, uh, just uh, just after you guys transitioned to to elevate and that. So been around for a little while, but just. I'm I'm really just excited to be with you guys today. Um, I feel so kind of at home here. Uh, may not know all of you personally, but I feel so at home because uh, I just I know obviously Mark really well. I love Mark. Uh, I just think the world of that guy, and uh, and that was before I ever saw him in a Cavs uh, jersey. So I think the world of of you know your, your senior pastor here, and I know he's not even called a senior pastor. He's your your lead cultural architect, I believe, um, which is one of the things I love about him. Uh, he's just, he's creative, he's a thinker, he's sharp, and he's so absolutely committed to seeing uh, the Church of Jesus Christ flourish in the 21st century. And I know, uh, I'm sure that's one of the things that we all share in common here today. So it's, it's great being here. And, um, and as I said, I guess that is one of the other things in, in Great to meet Louisa today and, uh, and just to be with all of you. And one of the things I know is God is doing something really, really special here at Elevate. And I hope you realize that. I know sometimes when you are uh, in a place and it's where you are kind of day in, day out, or it's kind of, you, you know, you're familiar and you're at home here. I, I don't get to come here often, but I guess I do just want to Bring hopefully, I guess today, a word of encouragement to you, and uh, and something that I hope will just just encourage you on the journey you're on. Because if you don't realize it, you know, I mean, I'm from the far northern suburbs. I live in Alkamos. Has anyone ever heard of Alkamos down here? Yeah, it's it's up like literally, it's 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 way it's so far north. I I had to like drive down a couple days ago and get a hotel. <laughs> down here. I had to adjust my body clock. I had to, so it's, it's way up there, you know, where I'm, you know, you come up sometime for a weekend, go to Yanship and, and explore, you know, the, bring your passport, but it's, it's, so, so I'm, I'm from a ways away, but, uh, what I hope you realize is that actually what, what's happening here at Elevate, it's a blessing, much probably broader than you realize. I mean, I know I'm, I'm always, Every time I have a coffee with Mark, I love hearing about what's happening here. I love uh, picking his brain. You guys have an incredible kind of leadership team here. And not only that, but you have an incredible just group of people. Um, from the moment I walked in this morning, it's just that there is something special. And if you don't realize it on a week in, week out, day in, day out kind of, I want you to know there's something special God is doing here. And I've got a little bit of time with you. I just want to, I guess, encourage you guys in, in what God is doing here. And so I want to talk a little bit today about, um, about the whole idea of bringing our best for God's name in this world. 
I wanna talk a little bit about this idea of bringing our best for one reason, for his name in this world. And, uh, and, and, and we're gonna speak a little about this. If, if you don't know this, God's name is an incredibly big deal. When you read through the scriptures and you realize his name is, is a huge deal to him because his name represents his character. His name represents who he is. And what people think about when they think about his name is a big deal to God because he wants, his name represents the totality of his being. And when people come to know that the, his name in the Bible in some ways is almost shorthand for just his being in this world and how we kind of know him. So when we think about bringing our best for his name, we're talking about how do we bring our best so that his name is high and lifted up in this world? You know, when you think about a name, uh, whenever you hear certain names, you know, certain things come to mind. And there was, a, there was actually a study done uh, probably about eight years ago or so now. Some might have heard of this study. It was this guy was researching what people thought about when they uh, heard different brand names. And what they found in this particular study was that there were actually kind of six brands in the world where when people would sort of, when people who liked those brands, followed those brands, saw the name or the logo, that the same part of the brain that activates for a, a religious person or, or a person of faith, the same part of the brain that would switch on, like when you and I would hear the name of Jesus or something that represented our faith, when certain people would hear certain brands, they actually, the same part of the brain that activates in religious experience would come on. There's only like six in the whole world. And so they, they put these different brands and logos in front of people and they, would, they did MRIs to see what was going on in their brain. One of the ones that was kind of a classic coming out of it was this one. So different people have different reactions when they see uh, this particular brand, this, this Apple, of course. I, even just for the service, just made mention of, oh, are you a kind of a, more of a Mac place or an or a Android place? And, and literally a fist fight <laughs> broke out just before the service. Everybody kind of repented and healed relationships. It's okay. But what they found was like people who love Apple, and this is what drives everyone who doesn't love Apple crazy, when people who love Apple see this, like literally the same things fire up in their brains that does for a, a person of faith. It's just like all these, um, there's all these emotions, there's all this response. It speaks to them of creativity and innovation and beautifully designed things. You know, there's all these things that come. So there's, there's like, wow, the brain is fine. You know, here was another one. If, if this one doesn't switch on, how about, how about this one? What do you think of when you see this? Oh, awesome. You know, I think there's Harley Davidson was one of the six brands in the world when people who love Harleys uh, would see this name. You know, it's just letters, you know, across the screen. But when they would see it, it speaks, this name speaks of so much more. It speaks to people who, who love Harleys of like the open road. It speaks of freedom. It speaks of, you know, picturing yourself setting out on this incredible, you know, machinery on this motorcycle. And it's kind of like, you know, you just, you've got all the freedom in the world to tear off onto the open road and feel the wind in your hair and all that kind of thing. But you have a helmet on, so you don't really feel the wind in your hair, you know, but, but it speaks. And so people who love Harleys, you know, something activates in their brain. People have different responses. Can I tell you something? God's name, when people, here's the, here's the amazing thing. God's name is a big deal because you and I cannot affect we do not affect, never will, who God is. 
God just is. He's the great I am. And nothing you or I do or say can ever add to him or take away from him. But he has so chosen in this world to reveal his name through his people. And what that means is that how you and I live as his people, as the people of God in this world. If you're here today and you're a follower of Jesus, God has so decided to work in this world that people will come to know something of who he is through his people. When you think of the name Jesus, when people hear the name Jesus, the name that's above every name, the Bible says, how people think, feel, respond when they hear this name will in so many ways be dependent on how we as his people live out what it means to be his people. So we're gonna look at a passage this morning that talks about this very idea of what does it mean to bring our best for his name? What does it mean to bring the, the best of who we are? You and I, we have, we have this one life God's given us. We've got our time. We've got all the talents and skills and abilities he's given us. We've got our financial resources he's given us. We've got, just, we've got our, our whole life. What does it mean to bring the very best of who we are in a way that's gonna bring honor to his name? And we're gonna look at a passage of scripture today that speaks to this very idea that where uh, God is gonna speak to his people, the people of Israel, uh, about, what it, about this kind of call to bring their best. And here's what I know. Here's what I know as well. Uh, one of the things I love about this church, one of the things that's special about you is I know that you are a people who bring your best for God. You know, bringing your best is never about being the best or whatever that could even mean. But it's about saying, you know, we, it's about saying, I'm gonna bring the best of what I have for God's name. And, and one of the things that I know about you all is that, that you get this and I wanna, I guess, encourage you in it this morning about the difference you can make when we as the people of God choose to bring our best for his name. So we're gonna look in uh, the book of Malachi. And the book of Malachi, it's, uh, it's kind of the last uh, book in the Old Testament. You can, uh, if you want all some verses on the screens, but you can check it out on your app if you want, which is awesome. Uh, very cool. So this passage comes at a time when the people of God in this moment in time, were going through the motions of worship, but something was missing in what was happening. And God's gonna speak to them through the prophet Malachi. And, and here's God's word uh, to the people of Israel at this time. He says this in Malachi 1.6, a son honors his father and a slave his master. This is God speaking. If I'm a father, where is the honor due me? If I'm a master, where is the respect due me? Says the Lord Almighty. That's his name. You know, whenever you see that caps, Lord, many of you know this if you're new to the Bible, whenever you see the Lord in all caps, it's, it's the name that he gave his people and it, through Moses, when Moses said, you know, who should I say is sending me to Pharaoh? And he says, the Lord, the great, I am who I am, Yahweh in Hebrew, it's his name. Where's the respect due me, says the Lord Almighty. And he says, it is you priests who show contempt for my name. Contempt means you, you have no value. And, the, and they say, but you ask, how have we shown contempt 
for your name. And in verse seven, he says, by offering defiled food on my altar. But you ask, how have we defiled you? By saying that the Lord's table is contemptible. It's not valuable. We're gonna, we're gonna pause there for a moment. Um, at least I think we are. No, we'll keep going. We're gonna go, go right through a couple more verses here. When you offer, and he says, here's, here's so they're saying, you know, he's, God's saying, you've devalued my name. It's like, you don't value my table. You don't value worship. And they say, how? How are we doing this? What are we doing wrong here? And he says, when you offer blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you, says the Lord Almighty? In verse nine, he says, all right, we're gonna stop there. Is that, is that all I got there? That's good. Sometimes I, I like to play games with AV operators, and so I, I'll ask for things that aren't there. So it's um, just a little game I like to play. And, um, but here's, here's, we're gonna stop there for a moment. You know what I, I love about this passage? What you see happening here is it, God is actually gonna, in this particular instance, he's specifically speaking to some of the leaders of Israel at this time and the, the priests of this time. Now, in, in the, the era we live in as followers of Christ, one of the things you find in the New Testament is actually uh, we are all called to be this royal priesthood, this holy nation where we all actually represent Christ in this world. And, but what God will speak to them in this moment is he's gonna say, you know, you're coming to worship. They would go to the temple. They would gather at the temple and there were sacrifices that were meant to be brought. There were things that were meant to be offered to God. And what God's gonna say is, you know, the stuff you're bringing me, it's like you're offering me your blind animals. You're offering me sort of the least of what you've got. And God's saying, it's almost like you're showing contempt for my name. It's like you're saying, my name is not valuable. It's like God is saying, when you, when you bring just kind of your leftovers and what you've got left at the end of the day or the, or the worst of what you have, the stuff that you sort of like, I got no further use for it. I guess I'll give it to God. He says, it's like you show contempt for my name. It's like you don't think my name matters. Can I tell you, here's one of the things I wanna talk about first is, you know what, when we, bringing our best, and whether that's the best of our time, the best of our talents, the skills, the abilities God's giving you, the best of your treasure, the best of your resources, your financial resources. When we bring our best to God, it's about honoring his name. And that has to be what's at the core of it. That we don't do these things just because it, it, it'd be nice. You know, I, I was here today and, you know, I mean, but, you know, we, we all got to, spend some time even in, in singing praise and worship to, to God this morning. And, and you got musicians here who are clearly, they're bringing the best of what God's given them. You can tell. I mean, it's an incredible, you know, this, this, here's the thing. We don't do that. And I'm sure they don't do that because like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to be in a, a band? And wouldn't it be cool if, if everybody's like, no, there's one motivation is they want to honor God's name. And, and I, I you know, when we think about bringing our best, it has to be because we think God is valuable. We think he's honor, we, he's worthy of the best that we have. And this picture God's saying to them, is like, you're bringing these, these sacrifices, these offerings, this, these meat, you know, in a sense, you know, they, 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 they're bringing, you're bringing your bulls and, and all this cattle and stuff. And God makes this comment and he says like, you wouldn't offer some of these things to the governor if he was coming to your house. You wouldn't offer it to him for dinner. Because the things that we offer someone, the things we bring to someone, the things we give to someone, they speak about how much we value. Yeah. 
that someone. The other week, my wife and I were going out on a Friday and there was this lovely couple who uh, often come to watch our son, Levi, he's six, and they were coming to watch him and, and my wife said, you know what, why don't we see if they wanna come early and we could have pizza together the Friday night. They could come, we could have pizza, uh, you know, then we could give them some dinner and, uh, and then, you know, then we'll go out. And they said, no, we can't make it that early. We've got some food we're gonna bring with us. So we decided to order pizza and so we ordered, uh, you know, it's Friday night, so we ordered some Domino's. And, uh, but my wife was like, you know, now we're eating Domino's and there's Domino's pizza boxes around. And my wife was like, we gotta make sure that, that they know that if they had joined us, we would not have given them Domino's, you know? <laughs> it's like, we don't want them to think, because her idea was if they're coming, we won't get Domino's, we'll get like some nice pizza. There's this great place by us called Posh Pizza. Like, that's the kind of pizza we would give them. She's like, when they come, let's just find a way to let them know that if they were actually here, we wouldn't have given them Domino's. Because when you give somebody Domino's, you're sort of like saying, this is the absolute cheapest, you know, kind of just most, you know, just this is just the cheap and dirtiest dinner that we could find. And if you give it, it's almost like, you know what? It, now, it, all this is different if it's a Tuesday night because Tuesday nights is $5. And frankly, that it would be almost a crime not to serve Domino's on a Tuesday night. <laughs> But here's the point. We all know this, right? When someone comes to our house, what we give to them, what we offer them, it speaks of our value to them. And I wanna encourage you. I know you're a church where you bring in your best. You bring your best to what you're doing here. You bring in your best in in the different things you do together as the people of God. Uh, I wanna encourage you, you know, never lose sight of this one thing. We do these things because we value God, because we honor him. I'm always challenged in this passage because he says, you know, if the governor was coming to your dinner, uh, you wouldn't serve him these things. God says, if, if, if I'm a father, you know, sons give better honor to their fathers. You know what I think one of the great challenges is out of that little passage? is to actually live our lives as though God was as real as the people that we see in front of us. If, if, he was, if a governor was coming to dinner, there would be no question you would not serve him dominoes. You'd make the best meal you could because he's right there and you see him in front of us. Now inside, we know, somewhere we know, God is real and he's more valuable than the governor, but sometimes we don't live consistent with that belief. I think one of the greatest challenges of life is to actually live as though God is real. That's the things that we do. Because we can't see him, sometimes we begin to forget that actually, no, I'm doing this to honor him. I live a long way from where my family is. One of my great challenges, because I don't see them, it's easy for me. I don't know if this is a guy thing or what. My wife talks to her family a lot. Sometimes it, it, I can forget to, I can go long stretches of times without calling, without FaceTiming, without, you know, I can go a super long time. That's not, it, it, because the problem is you get so absorbed in your life the people that you don't see right in front of you, you can forget to, to actually value them the way you want to. And I wanna encourage you, you know, one of the great challenges to live is though God was as real as the father in your house, as though God was as real as the governor sitting at your table. And because if they were there, we would know exactly what to do. And when we remember that God, he's the great I am, he's the creator of all things. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the, one who, uh, he's the one who made heaven and earth and everything in it. He's the one who doesn't live in a temple built by human hands, but he himself gives life and breath to everyone. You know, he is God. 
And what happens when we live like he's real? We begin to give him the value, the honor that's due him. Bringing our best is about honoring his name. Bringing our best as God continues to speak to them because God is, he's speaking to them in a, in a moment where they were not bringing their best, where they were just kind of going through the motions, just bringing what they had left over. Uh, but what we see as well, one of the things I love about this passage is I think it's a great encouragement to remind us of why we continue to do these things. And he goes on, he says this. I'm gonna pick it up in uh, verse 10. He says, oh, and this is a painful word. This, one, this is really challenging, I think, to leaders everywhere in a sense. But he says, oh, that one of you would shut the temple doors. God's like, just sometimes God gets so frustrated. He's like, just don't even <laughs> keep coming. He says, just shut the temple doors so that you would not light useless fires on my altar. It's his way of saying, you may be going through the motions, but I'm not happy about what's going on here is what he's saying to the people at that time. He says, I'm not pleased with you says the Lord Almighty, and I will accept no offering from your hands. And here's, why, and here's, here's one of the second great reasons we see why this is such a big deal. Because God says, my name, my name will be great among the nations. From where the sun rises to where it sets. In every place, incense and pure offerings, worship will be brought to me because my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord Almighty. Here we see God beginning to really speak into this reality of his name. You know, he's speaking about how worship, it's about furthering his name. He's gonna tell them, you know, they, they're kind of bringing their leftovers to bring in what they've got left. And God says, listen, you know, I'd rather you not go through the motions is what he says to those people because he says, here's the deal. God says, my name is gonna be great from where the sun rises to where it sets. God is all about furthering his name in this world. God is about every person everywhere knowing the power of his name. He's about every person, every, if his name represents the totality of who he is, God is about every person from where the sun rises to where it sets across all nations, all people groups. God wants every single person everywhere to come to know who he is. Can I tell you something? Can I encourage you in something? You know why you bring your best? You know why you bring your best day in and day out as you live for Christ in your homes and in your workplaces and where you study and where you play? You know why you bring your best week in and week out as you gather as the church, as you lift up Jesus together? Because all of that, it furthers God's name. God says, I want you to keep bringing this worship so that my name, my name, God says, my name's gonna be known everywhere. I'm not just the God of, he was trying to help them see, I'm not just your God here in Israel, I'm the God of all things. And as we bring our best, as we lift him up together, his name goes further in this world. You know, most of our lives will be spent around furthering either our name or God's name. And when we, when we take, you know, most of us, God gives us, our, our, he gives us a certain amount of time. We've all got the same amount of time in this world. He gives us all different kind of talents and different things that we're good at. And he gives us all different amounts of even resources, financial resources, different amounts of treasure in our lives. And all of us have a choice to say, are we gonna use those things to further his name or our name? 
There's nothing wrong with building a life for ourselves. We have to use uh, those things to, to, to create a life and a home and provision for our families and, and all those things. There's nothing wrong with that. But we will always have to make a fundamental choice of whose name comes first. Who gets the best of who we are? Does God get the very best? Is, it, is, is the very best of what we got a part of furthering his name in this world? Or do we hold on to those things and we further our own lives and our own, God says, I want you to bring your very best for me. And when we do that, we get to be a part of how, that video we saw earlier, that guy who's just living a life not to be famous, not to, because he's like, here's what I'm gonna get out of this. He's going everywhere he can and we're seeing this kind of clear picture almost of what it looks like to be the hands and feet of Jesus, just generously touching, bringing the best of what he can do, whether it's a little bit of muscle to lift a cart for someone, whether it's a little bit of money to help these kids. He's just giving of himself and he's furthering a much bigger picture in life. And this is why we bring together our best as the people of God so that his name goes further. Our names will fall to the side no one will remember our names, but what the things that we do together as well as the people of God, they further his name in this world. And the last thing I love in this passage is this final idea here in verse 12. And God's continuing to talk to these people because he's frustrated that in, in their case, they, they just, they weren't bringing their best. And he says, he says, my name's gonna be great, but you profane it. You're, you're, you're making me look bad in so many ways is what he's saying. By saying the Lord's table is defiled and its food is contemptible. In other words, they were just saying, all this worship, all these things we have to bring God, it's all, we just think it's worthless. And so we'll just give him whatever we got left over. It's not that great. It's not that important. And you say, what a burden. They just felt burdened at the idea of having to bring uh, things to God in worship. And they sniff at it contemptuously says the Lord Almighty. When you bring injured, lame, or diseased animals and offer them as sacrifices, should I accept them from your hands, says the Lord? He says, cursed is the cheat who has an acceptable male in his flock and he vows to give it, says, God, I'll bring you the best thing I've got. But then he sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord, one that, you know, it wasn't that great. Why? For I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty. And my name is to be feared among the nations. God's like, I'm a great king. I'm worthy of, of your best. Now, here's the thing that I think it, it, you see here as well, is that bringing our best, at the end of the day as well, it's about trusting in God's name. We bring our best because we wanna honor God's name. We bring our best because uh, we wanna further God's name. Ultimately, bringing our best is about trusting God's name. Trusting his character, trusting his provision. You see, why were they beginning to offer blemished animals? Why were they, when they had good, you know, goats and, and cattle and things and, and lambs in their flock, why were they sacrificing the blind, the lame, the, the crippled, the diseased stuff? Why? Because what was happening at that time period was that, you know, the land was in drought season. This was actually really lean times. So everybody was feeling the pinch. The grain wasn't growing. There was, there was drought. There was later, Malachi talks about it. It's almost like there's a curse on it. Like stuff's not growing. So times are hard. Times were tough. And they're like, and now I'm gonna give the best I've got? Well, if I give the best I've got, what's gonna be left for me? What's gonna be left for my family? 
And so sometimes when times are tough or you feel I'm pinched and I'm crunched for time or I'm crunched for, for, for money or I'm crunched for, it's easy to go, well, you know what, God, you can have whatever's left over, but I better look out for myself first. This is a passage that reminds us, you know what, bringing our best, it only works when we trust in God's name. And there's no greater declaration of trust than to say, God, even when I'm uncertain about what's gonna be left for me, I will so trust that you are my provision that I can bring the best of what I've got. Imagine what it means to be the people of God who so trust in God's name that with freedom and joy, we can bring the best of what we've got and offer it to God. Not thinking, what if there will be nothing left for me? What if I'll have no time left for me? What if, what if I'll have no, you know, there won't be enough of this or that for me, but God, I will offer you the best of, who, of what I've got because I don't trust and my resources. I'm not trusting, you know, in, uh, I'm not trusting in my superannuation and I'm not trusting in the housing market. So God, I can trust you and I can freely give of even my finances. This is a, a passage that just speaks to the, this whole idea of what does it mean to be the people of God? And my encouragement to you, my encouragement to you, and I say this because, because I can see from a distance you're people who are passionate about who God is. You're people who are passionate about bringing the best of who you are for his kingdom. And I wanna encourage you to continue in that because I believe that when we, as the people of God, live lives that have at the core of them this desire to honor God's name, and because he is so valuable and he is so real and I know him in my own life, I wanna just, I wanna offer the best of what I have to him. The best of my time, the best of my talents, the best of my treasure. I wanna honor him. And when you're a people who are passionate to say, we wanna further God's name. We wanna work together as the people of God because we want every person everywhere to know God's name. And when you actually live a life that says, you know what, we can do this stuff, not like, not under compulsion, not like, oh man, this is gonna be, what a labor, I'm gonna, oh God, do I have to do this? And we sniff at these things, but actually go, no, we trust in God's name. We will not be shaken. And we sing those things and we mean those things and say, we can actually go forward and we can give the very best of who we are because we trust in his name. You know what I know is that when, when the people of God, when we rise to be those people, something incredible happens. Something amazing happens. Because what we know is that in our day, they, all these things were connected with the temple and the worship that was happening there. But in, in the New Testament, what do we find out? We find out that now God is building a spiritual temple. He's building a, a house for his spirit and he's building it out of the people of God. And you're a stone in it and I'm a stone in it. First Peter tells us it's a, it's a spiritual house and we're all stones being built into it. And guess what? When we all... When we, when we as the people of God become now this, this community of people where we bring our best for his name, then his name goes further in this world. We honor it, we further it, we trust in it, and God's name is lifted up. There's this great verse in, uh, I think it's chapter three, I won't, won't go all the way into it today, but after God's been speaking to the people throughout the book of Malachi. And then it says that those who feared the Lord, those who, who just wanted to honor him and feared him, and, and it says that they actually talked together about all these things that God had been saying to them. And there's this really cool phrase. It says, and then a scroll of remembrance was written 
in his, God's presence. This scroll of remembrance is written. And, and, and this phrase is kind of this, you know, it's, a, it's almost this mysterious little phrase, but it almost kind of gives you this picture, this scroll of remembrance. It's like the things that are done by God's people in this world for his name, they will be remembered for all eternity. The things that you do here at Elevate Church, who you are in this season, in this time, in 2016 and beyond, in the city of Perth, in the corner where God's placed, the things that you do, and as you continue to just say, we wanna be a people who bring the best of who here's what I can tell you, whether you realize it or not, whether you feel it or not, whether you think you can see the outcomes of it or not, whether you wonder sometimes, is anything coming of all this, as you continue to be a people who bring the very best of who you are, the things you do, we remembered for all eternity. You will literally make an eternal difference with the way you honor his name, the way you further his name, the way you trust in his name. You will make an eternal difference. I wanna pray for you this morning. I wanna just pray for you as a church. I wanna invite you just for a few moments here. Would you maybe just bow, bow your head, just, just close your eyes and just have a moment of quiet here. I think one of the things that I would love to do is to just pray for you and to just pray encouragement and pray that God would just refresh you. And I wanna pray specifically, especially for anybody who just says, you know what, I would just like that refreshment. And whether it's asking God to kind of restore that sense of the honor and the value of his name in your life, whether it's asking God uh, to... Uh, give you a renewed heart to see his name go further. Whether it's just saying, God, would you help me to trust you? See, the thing we realize is we can't do these things on our own. It's the work of his spirit within us. I wanna encourage you, maybe there's one of those things that today you might just wanna say to him, Lord, would you just, would you just light a bit of a, a bigger fire for whether it's that honoring of his name or that furthering or whether it's that trusting. Lord, would you just restore, would you refresh my heart? I wanna encourage you right now, maybe even just to say to him in the quiet of your own heart, Lord, this is one that I sense you're speaking to me about today. I'll give you just a couple moments, just to have some time between yourself and the living God. Spirit of the living God. Thank you that you are in our midst. That Lord, you are as real and as present here as we are to one another who we see with our eyes. We know that though you are unseen, you are, you are the living God and you are here in our midst today. And Lord, I just wanna pray for each person here, wherever they're at in that journey with you, that Lord, today, you would bring refreshment, strengthening, encouragement. I pray, Lord, that there would be an increasing honoring of your name in each one of our lives. Help us to just see you, know you, the living God, creator of all. Lord, I pray that you would implant in our hearts a passion for those who don't yet know you. That, Lord, we would just feel that heart you have for those who are far from you, that, Lord, we might take your name further in this world. 
And Lord, I pray for any person who wrestles at times to just trust, to just know that, Lord, no matter what they give, they can trust themselves, they can trust their lives, they can trust all things to you, the maker of all. Lord, I pray that in all these things, in all these ways, we as your people would represent you well in this world. We would live lives that represent you well. That, Lord, we would fulfill our calling to simply be your people in this world. That your name be high and lifted up above all others. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for letting us be a part of your incredible, redemptive work in this world. And Lord, this morning I pray for for Elevate Church, for this church as a whole. And in Jesus' name, I just pray that God, you would fill it with such a, uh, just a, a strengthening, an encouragement, a passion for the future, love for one another. And I pray that Lord, you would use this church in, in ways that, that we can't even dream of right now. That you would increase the influence of this church, Lord. That the things that you are doing here and have begun here would, would grow and influence to see life spreading into other churches, encouragement spreading into other churches and places. I just pray that, God, this would be a place filled with people who honor, love, trust, are committed to furthering the name of Jesus. And may we just, with gladness, celebrate all that you have done and all that you are going to do. And we ask this in the name above every name, the one name that it, at, at the sound of every knee must bow. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.